All right, guys. All right, guys. You are tuned into the Dope Girls Pray podcast. I am so excited because we are back. We are back. It's literally been like five months. I I, I feel naked like coming on here because I haven't been on here in so long. I said I don't even remember how to even work <laughs> or anything. I'm like dusty over here, seriously. But guys, I'm excited. Listen. As you guys are tuning in, I need you guys to tag and share, 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 tag and share. Listen, it's going to be a move on tonight. I know this for a fact. Listen, guys, I literally, literally have been in deep intercession since the Lord has made me to go in after December, our last podcast virtual live we did was let's pray and from january up until like april the end of april the lord just had me kind of midwifing in the spirit and just helping people to birth birth what was on the inside of them and so literally there has been some things that has been going on and so we are here today this is a little bit different guys right this is the prophet's cafe right how did this actually happen right this literally happened from phone calls right these are like my little brothers they are my little brothers and we literally we we've had some phone calls we just sit on the phone watch this not talking about anybody come on talking about ex past experience leaderships are bad you know situations we just literally talk and as we talk we just keep going into different measures god reveals his glory so differently and literally it's weird because i'll call them like i just need y'all i need like some manly advice and literally we just end up doing like an exchange for an exchange and so it's just been so awesome and literally like i think a couple days ago the holy spirit had downloaded this to me because i didn't think that I was going to be doing podcasts I thought I was just going to be doing like my ministry stuff the branding stuff all of that stuff I was not expecting to come back onto here and the Lord downloaded he said the prophet's cafe the prophet's cafe and literally what is the prophet's cafe it's a safe place right it's a safe place for prophets right a place that where people can understand you understand your language understand the way that you think understand your struggles come on because it's not a straight and narrow and so we have created a safe place dope girl spray in itself is a safe place that's just basically our ministry and so literally the lord said to do this because there is a need anytime that the holy spirit releases instructions it's because there's a need for god's people so we don't just wake up right i know some people do this they wake up and just decide i'm going to go live but here at dope girls pray we don't do this and these prophets that are on here i know for a fact they don't do this because i can never even get in contact with him right so literally we know that these prophets that the lord has chosen they were chosen by god to come on here with us and to share literally the lord said there is a need so we're on here because there's a need so listen as you guys are tagging and sharing i see you guys on here kimberly court hey nicole saida taylor smith how are you richard proper richard gunn jerry williams latasha lockett bless you bless you uh minister christina miss mclean sorry guys listen tag and share listen i promise you there's going to be a word from the lord on tonight i don't even know what's going to happen but i'm just so excited because every time we get together there's just like a move and for all of you who are like watching on the outside you're like listening to the volume come in 
Listen, you don't got to watch from outside. You can come in. Don't be a spectator, a monitoring spirit. We have to break that up anyway, so you're probably going to end up leaving. But listen, come in. Don't be afraid to come in. Come in. Let us see you. We Let us know that you're here. The analyst is going to tell us anyway, so just come on in. So we're going to open up with prayer, and then we're just going to flow. So, Father, we thank you, we love you, we honor you, and we magnify you. Father, we adore you, we lift you up, and we praise your holy name. Father, you are Adonai, Ya Elohim, Ya El Shaddai, Ya El Kaddish. Father, you are Yahweh, and we thank you, Father, because you are the I am that you say that you are, Jesus. And so we thank you for Jesus, Yeshua. Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. Father, you said in your word, when two or three are gathered in the midst, and so here are you. And so, Father, we invite in your Holy Spirit. Father, we actually to open up the portals of heaven to release the downloads and the information that you want to release to your people on tonight father we cancel every assignment right now in the name of Jesus from the adversary. Father, every word curse that was sent out, Father, we send it back to the sender and we send it by fire, Father, and it cannot be reversed, Father. Every demonic invocation, supplication, pronunciation, every incantation, every satanic roadblock, Father, we send it back to every sender. Father, we shut the mouth of every naysayer on tonight, Father, according to your word. You said in your word that every tongue that rises up against us shall be condemned, Father. So we shut the mouth again of every naysayer and we send every fiery dart they have sent back to them, Father. Let it locate them in their region, Father. Every demonic sphere of influence that is operating, monitoring behind a computer screen on tonight, Father, may the fire locate you on tonight and destroy and dismantle your assignment. Every witchcraft assignment that was sent out against myself, against the prophets or the people that are watching, even the replayers, Father, we break it, we bind it, we arrest it, we overturn it right now in the name of Jesus. And we destroy every bit of it by fire. Every witch that is astral projecting right now in the realm of the spirit, we cut your cord right now in the name of Jesus. Every line that you have tried to attach to this line, we send fire to your line right now in the name of Jesus. Every ley line you are using to check the geographical movement of the believers, we send fire to your line. Every back line that you are using for formation and for movement, we send fire to your line and we destroy it by fire so you cannot put it back together. For the Bible says to suffer not a witch to live. So if you witch do not repent on tonight, then we say, Daddy, do what you gotta do. Every satanic altar that you have set up against us, we lift our names and our pictures and we send God's consuming fire right now in the name of Jesus. For Elijah said that my God responds by fire. And so we release the fire of God. We release the angels right now in the name of Jesus. I release the riders. I release the watchmen. I release the gatekeepers. I release the horsemen on tonight, Father. We bind every strong man on tonight that is on assignment with the chains of fire. And we release the angels. For the word of the Lord says that whatever we bind on the earth, so shall he bind in the heavens. And whatever we loose on the earth, so shall he loose in the heavens. And so we bind every strong man here on assignment and we loose the angels. Every monitoring spirit, we shut your third eye right now in the name of Jesus and we erase our scent, our smell, our tracks from out of the realm of the spirit and we cover it with the seal of the blood of Jesus. 
Father, have your way on tonight. Father, do what you do best, Father, because it's all about you, Jesus. It was always about you, and it's you that shall get the glory out of this because your name is glory. And Father, we thank you, we love you, we honor you, and we magnify you, and we soak and we steal and we saturate this prayer, and it cannot be reversed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Whoo, Jesus, help me. Amen. Listen, He's starting I know saying, why is she even praying that hard? Because the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against things in wicked high places. And Ooh. I just want you to know that every time, prophet, that you open up your mouth, there's a war on your mouth. There's yes. a war on your mouth. And so literally, because I don't even want to go into it yet. <laughs> I feel God already. She's stirring. I love it. <laughs> but there's a war. There's a war and the war is basically that the enemy does not want you to release the things of the Lord because he does not want the people to get free because the people he feel that are on this land, they belong to him, but we belong to God. And so we're here to take the kingdom back by force. I feel God already. I feel the Holy Ghost. Listen, I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves because I just feel <laughs> a consuming fire. I feel a consuming fire hey. that is going to take place on tonight. And I ask you, Father, Lord Jesus, to release a sound of repentance so it can create a movement of conversion on tonight because we need to be converted. All right. Prophets, y'all introduce yourself. Now, Sarah, I want you to go first and then we're going to go to Prophet Tim and then we're going to start with this. Um, first of all, hey, 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 everybody. Um, I'm Nasir. I am currently living in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, and besides all of that, um, nothing else matters. All that matters is I'm saved um, and I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. And I believe um, that the Lord's going to do great and mighty works tonight. So if you forget about who I am and think about the God that I serve and the God that you say you serve, you might get a response from him. Come on. Come on. Yes, sir. My name is Tim. Um, I'm from South Jersey. Uh, I don't have a lengthy anything introduction. All I know is I'm his son and I love him. Um, and we come to share that same love. We hope that you partake of that same love. Um, the whole purpose of this gathering, the whole purpose of this conversation that we're about to have like we normally have is so that somebody else can be blessed by with the father and that it might want you that it might cause you to desire a deeper place in relationship with him so i hope y'all got y'all i got my pen i got my note <laughs> I, I, I mean you just we just never know how it's gonna go y'all strap in as we ascend pray for us because we are surely praying for you most definitely lord. yes lord so guys we're just going to go ahead because we don't want to hold the people too long um so guys bear with us i, I really ask you to bear with us um, on tonight because sometimes here at Dope Girls Pray, if this is like your first time, sometimes the Lord will really move. Well, he moves here all the time because we have made this a place of presence. Come on. Presence over performance. Surely. Come on. Presence over performance. Right? Because literally the performance is, is that's not going to work anymore because these people that are coming in that are going to be coming in due to the greatest miracle that Jesus ever performed on the earth, which is conversion of our minds. Listen, they are looking for a sound, and it's not the sound of old that we're used to. Come on, it's still the ancient, but it's a sound. It's a new sound. A new sound, and it's a new sound that they can relate to. Come on, and these people that are coming in, um, listen to me well in the Holy Ghost. They have discernment. Come on. They have discernment. The same way they was able to discern on the streets, they're coming in with the same type of discernment. People have discernment. 
because this is one thing that I've noticed. Some people don't think that people, um, they can't see, right? And this is something that is even natural, like in the earth. Let's be natural. Because I know sometimes we say, girl, you always just so deep. Let me be natural. This is something that literally that we all are born with, this level of discernment and light. Like we, we, we're known to check light. And even like as kids, you know how babies, they say they can discern good or evil. So they kind of like, you must be evil. This is something naturally that people have. Because sometimes people think like, you know that you got to be at a certain level to be able to discern. Discernment first started when your stomach didn't feel right. Come on. Discernment first started when your stomach didn't feel right and you wasn't a title just yet. You wasn't saved just yet. It was called discernment, right? Literally. And so sometimes some people think because people are coming into Christ or they're new babes, as they call them, you know, that people aren't able to discern light. Everybody knows good or evil. Everybody knows right from wrong, right? And so these people that are coming in due to the greatest miracle that Jesus ever performed on the earth that is still happening to this day, they are going to have discernment and performance is not going to work. It's not going to work. All right, so let's go in and start because we're already 15 minutes in. So tonight's topic that we are going to be talking about is the state of the prophet. The state of the prophet because this is the prophet's cafe so everything here is going to be prophetic right but the lord told me uh what was this a couple weeks ago that he's looking for now jesus the conversationalist right we got to be able to have conversations with people and to be able to win them just with the jesus conversation not a preach not a hypeness not a speaking in tongues that's good and everything but with some of these people that are coming in a lot of them are going to be won by a conversation. Let me give you Bible to back this up. Every story that you see in the Bible, Jesus won people by a conversation. He was never preaching, but watch this. He was teaching. But every time that he literally met with a person that experienced conversion, it was always through conversation. Let me give you more Bible. The woman at the well, she had a conversation. And she went back to the people and she said, come and see about a man who knew all about me. He won her with the conversation. And so literally prophets, we have to get our conversation skills up. We have to be able to prophesy to people without them even knowing that we're prophesying, without us having to say the spirit of the Lord said and God said, like we got to be able to literally talk to people just with a conversation and they are able to understand because watch this, some people aren't going to like this. Because we prophesied to the wrong crowd. Come on. We prophesied to the wrong crowd. They said, girl, what are you saying? Let me give you Bible. Paul said that prophecy are for the disbelievers. Because literally, it's supposed to make them say, who is this person that knows this about me? That literally, like how the woman at the well said, come see about a man who knew all about me. Prophecy is really for the disbelievers. Now, granted, sometimes the Lord will send a prophet to the believers, right? And, and, and it's for wisdom because sometimes, you know, you can hear something for yourself and you kind of question it or just because God can do whatever he wants to do. So sometimes he may send a prophet or sometimes we block our own selves. Come on, because we struggle every day. And even if you're in ministry, you're touching things all the time. So you're getting things on you. And if you're not doing a daily purification of deliverance, you have this gunk on you too at the same time. And it causes you sometimes not to be able to hear so clearly. And so even profit, you got to do a daily self-check. 
a daily scan. You got to ask the Holy Spirit, scan me, scan my heart. Is there anything on the inside of me that is not like God? Is there anything that is blurring my vision, blurring my hearing, all of the above so that I can hear the Lord more clearer? So don't be afraid to go on a consecration. You should be already at the point if you are a prophet living a consecrated life. But I know everybody is at different levels. So we're not here to judge. We're only here to help. All right. So our topic tonight is the state of the prophet, the state of the prophet. So I want to ask you prophets because I've, I've, I've been talked enough, right? So it's time for you guys to kind of go ahead and take um, the mic from me. Where are we right now as it pertains to the state of the prophet? Go ahead, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's while sitting here thinking about it, and I know kind of what I heard while I was asleep, um, I to have Y'all, I had to take a nap, but um, <laughs> I heard the Give Lord that um, we should be in the chambers, and and really we're we're at a place where a lot of people. And let me help you out already. That desire to not necessarily isolate from society, but to stow away, or that thing, that deep hunger that you have for the things of the spirit, the state of the prophet. We are not necessarily in a place where we are pouring or releasing on on um, national levels, if you will, or even heavy levels. Where we are right now is we are in the chambers. This is where I feel I feel the Holy Ghost already. Hold on. on. I'm down. I ain't even said much. The state of the prophet, first of all, you hit it on the head. We should already be living consecrated lives. But it, it, so you should already all always be some way open to him. Come on, but we, the, we, we are in the chambers right now. The Lord is downloading. The Lord is talking. Um, Prophet Kamisha just said it. He is, we're, we're at a place where we're being washed by his word. We are being uh, processed even for the next place. We are not now. We are not in Corona. We are not in the current state of the presidency. We are not in right now. We are not in 2021. But the real, pro I, I don't want to say the real prophets, but even those of you who are emerging prophets, if you will, we are being groomed for the next stage of the kingdom and that is that what is what is the world look like in the next 10 years yes and so what he's doing in you is a sign of that that deliverance that you're going through that healing that you're going through that thing where you're like i don't know why i feel like all of these people aren't just they're not giving people Jesus anymore and that's a spirit and your levels of discernment are picking up it's because you should be in the chambers like the real prophets if you notice if you notice let's take a survey of your life the prophets in your life really haven't been prophesying that much come on <laughs> they might give you personal words but you know and let's just go here while we're here for you emerging prophets and those of us who are still learning day by day prophecy is not um it's not limited to just a word of knowledge Come on. Oh my God, they Come told on, me my path. Oh my God, they told me my current situation. Oh my God, they called out a name. Jesus. <laughs> Literally, it, I mean, a familiar story, the story of Ezekiel. He said, the Lord, the Lord swept him away. First of all, I don't want to even go there. He, he took him in the spirit and dropped him in a valley and said, can these dry bones live? Jesus. The prophet's response was, Lord, only you know. <laughs> he said, well, they can. <laughs> so prophesy to the bones. No he, no, he didn't say prophesy to the bones. I'm sorry. He said prophesy to the wind. 
until the wind to come in. And so when you realize that prophecy isn't just you calling out words of knowledge, but it is the power to command. It is the power to shift. It is the power to release. <laughs> it is the power to change. Yeah, You'll prophesy man. differently. This Jesus. is why this is why it's a faith gift, y'all. I'm sorry, I don't mean to jump in here real heavy, but go for it. Prophesying, you have to operate in faith because it has nothing to do with you just pulling information. Jesus. If anything, the information that we're pulling is from what's happening next. <sighs> And so when we get when we receive intel from the Lord, when we receive intel from the north, from the from the chambers and he shows us what's happening, our responsibility is to pray into it. And then as he releases us or as he shows us, we then prophesy to what needs to either change or needs to be maintained. Jesus, please teach us. Teach us, please. Because we want to, we want to prophesy to the people, but he said, prophesy to the, prophesy to my spirit, my <sighs> breath, and call the bones back. She, oh my, Tim, let me come in. Go for it. Tim, 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 you said to call the bones back, right? I want, I want to, I want to teach this important factor about the spirit of prophecy. Because we 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 get it wrong because you you said so many golden nuggets right about how people can call out houses and addresses and phone numbers and names and you said uh, you said a familiar story and the Holy Spirit said familiar spirits right because literally that's what that is it's familiar spirits watch this and familiar spirits are basically spirits that are with you because you are still you still have open doors. Right. And so because you have these open doors and these prophets of Baal, yeah, sure. these prophets of Baal, they operate in these familiar spirits because they have been stripped from the anointing. Right. And so literally the only way that they're able to really prophesy to you anything personal, they need to be in contact with something they're in contact with that you're in contact with, too, which is familiar spirits. <laughs> right. And so we get tripped up a whole lot, literally, because. We'll get caught up in this information. But one thing that you said that I want you prophets and emerging prophets to keep in mind, you said that to, to call these bones back when the spirit yes. of the Lord speaks, not the spirit of the prophet, because prophecy are not, are not our words. It's the father's words, right? It's the words of from heaven. And when the Lord speaks, watch this, he's going to speak to your spirit man first. And it's always going to come with correction. Right? So he's going to correct your spirit first. So I want to teach this really, really quickly because I, I feel like this is a class. Teach me. Right? I want to teach this really quickly <laughs> because some, I, I want you to know how if someone is prophesying to you accurately with the spirit of truth or if somebody is operating with familiar spirits. Let's be natural for a second. You know you are a sinner. You know you are indulging in whatever it is that you're indulging in. If someone comes in and they can't see what it is that you're indulging in, but they can see that you are a millionaire, that's not God. God is a God of order, right? So say, for instance, I'll give you a good example. You may struggle with drugs. I'm not judging you, right? You may struggle with drugs. And it could be true because I'm going to tell you it's twofold. One, somebody could be just 
prophesying off of what they know, right? People say things all the time. They always say, because if people look at me and say, oh, you're going to be a millionaire. But nobody could see that perversion was on me at the time, right? What good is it for me to know at that sure. time that I was going to be a millionaire if I can't even keep myself? The money will destroy me, right? It's the same thing with the drug addict. If you struggle with doing drugs at the present moment, what good is it for you to know that money is coming if that's what you chase? You're chasing a high, right? So if you're chasing drugs, it's no good for you to know that. The good for what was good for you to know is what's going to correct your spirit to come out of that. And watch this. True prophets are going to dethrone first before they bless. Because watch this. You can't get the blessing until you dethrone because the enemy, he's going to devour. The Bible says he walks the earth looking to see whom he can devour. So therefore, if you get the blessing, but if you're not in alignment with the father, watch this. You're not even spiritually mature or equipped enough to even able to handle the blessing that is coming. You'll mess it up. Before God actually sends you out or has you to do something or something that's coming to you, he makes sure that you're spiritually <clears throat> equipped to be able to handle what's coming. And not only that, watch this, to handle the warfare that comes with it. I feel the Holy Ghost because we have to, and prophets, shame on you if you've compromised. Repent. Jesus. Repent. That's the Holy Spirit. Repent. Repent. Swiftly. If that's you, you don't got to type it in the comment, but if you're falling into the spirit of error, because this is what you're seeing, I understand, right? You got, and you, and you got to, you got to get a backbone for yourself, right? Because we're going to talk about this too on another live, because the prophets are in the identity crisis. We may talk about it tonight, but I know oh, we some will. people we are literally, they're trying to find <laughs> themselves. So you're, you're trying to literally prophesy what everybody else is prophesying and you haven't gotten to the point of relationship yet but you gotta repent because watch this this is where the twofold comes in at say if you are correct and you look over what you were supposed to dethrone and you prophesy a blessing watch this now that makes you a spiritual assassinator in the realm of the spirit because the blood will be on your hands because this person now watches is going to be chasing a prophecy high. They become a prophecy junkie and they don't stop until the millions come. And God said, no, not yet. I never said that it was your time. Right. There's an order. Go ahead. Tim. There's an order. Go ahead, Tim, because I, I can I, I can go all day. That's go it. Ahead. I tell I got you. I got you. So <laughs> y'all, Misha, oh, so Misha just said prophets dethroned. I'm going to say this. And then I'm going to just let us sit in it for a second. You can't dethrone someone from a seat that you're sitting in. Holy Ghost help us. You can't dethrone from a seat that you're sitting in. My God. The problem why a lot of people don't have vision to see what's going on is because you're sitting in the seat. Jesus help us. <laughs> you're sitting in the seat. You're sitting in the seat. You said that nicer than me. <laughs> I, because I, I had to, I had to let them hear it in a sober moment. Because you're sitting in the seat, you have to know where you belong. So, like Tim said, with the chambers, we're rebuking churches, and we're faithful members doing everything with the same people that we're rebuking. Come on, oh, don't go there, prophet. And so, the, the, so, so then we have this problem to where I no longer can handle taking the darts because I'm over here helping you create them. Jesus. I'm helping you create the darts. So at what point do we understand where am I seated at? And then from what place am I going to operate from? Because we have so many people that are truly God's prophets 
But because you refuse to operate from heaven, because you want yielded results, you're no longer God's prophet. My God. Mercy. You're no longer his prophet. You're just you're just talking. Jesus. Which is why we have so many people that are just talking. There's a lot of traffic. My God. But there's no direction. Oh, Lord, help us. Who are those that are going to direct all this traffic? Because we we rebuke the traffic. We talk about the traffic. We see it all. But who's going to direct it? My God. And you cannot direct if you're sitting amongst it because you can't see. You're too low. Come on. You can't see. And now you're fighting against stuff that you don't even need to fight against because you're seated in a low place. My God. And can I tag in and say this? Because spiritual law says this. That you can't see what's above you, but you can see what's beneath you. But if you're operating low or, or you're seated too low, you're not seated in your heavenly place, you can't fight literally what's under you. The enemy is really under us. But he's above us because we haven't come up, right? We don't want to not walk in sin. We do not want to not operate in our flesh, right? We still haven't watched this going through deliverance. Right. Some of us struggle in this area where we still haven't given these things to the father. And this is not a judgy moment. This is this is from my heart. We, we yes. still struggle literally with not giving the things to the father. I literally had someone from Africa today, someone that follows our ministry and he inboxed me. He said, is it possible to be able to prophesy and to speak in tongues and still struggle with sin? And I said to him, yes. Right. I said to him, yes. And he said, what can I do about this? Like, he, well, he, before he said, I, he said, what can a person do about this? And I said to him, you have to give it to the father because this is something that you can't kill. It has to be destroyed by fire. Right. So I said, you have to make a decision first because deliverance starts with the, I feel healing already. I deliverance starts. We, we just went to another measure. Deliverance starts with healing. I mean, a decision. Excuse me, devil, loose my tongue. Deliverance starts with a decision, right? And the thing is, a lot of us, we haven't made a decision, right? Because it's, it's a, I'm trying to tell you, and I'm being natural as possible. It's a lot of peer pressure. I get it, right? There's a lot of things. A lot of people are going through different identity crises, you know, with stuff of that nature. And so a lot of people fall into what's going on around them because as prophets, we struggle. Watch this with rejection. Right. And the Lord will leave a little bit of it in our size because he said, listen, I got to keep them close to me. So I got to leave just a little bit there. I can't deliver you fully because if I do, if I do. You'll get too comfortable with the people. And literally, it's what Nasser said. It's the compromising. Right? And so we'll compromise because literally, watch this prophets. Let's be honest. We're eyeballs. Right? You know, <laughs> we say the opposite of everything. They say the sky is black. We're like, no, the sky is blue. Right? We're going we to tell what color the sky really is. And so literally, as prophets, we struggle sometimes with the spirit of rejection. Right. We struggle with it. And so literally because we struggle with this, watch this, we end up falling into some things. And now these these little footholds, now we've created strongholds. Right. And now with these strongholds, literally now we're trying to operate with this stuff. And this is why we don't have any authority. Come on. They said it in Luke. They said, what is this that will that when we speak your name, Jesus, that demons submit to us? And Nasir said it. it. You can't call out something that you're still sitting at. So literally watch this. 
the enemy, he's not, uh, he's not moving because literally he's like, he's looking at you and he's saying, listen, you, wait, wait, wait. He's like, is this a game? Wait, right, <laughs> wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, right? And the thing is, watch this. If you're not operating for the kingdom of darkness, they're not going to play your game with you. Right? So those, those ones that it looks like they're calling out demons and stuff like that, and the, and the people are looking like they're being delivered, right? It's only because that person is already in cahoots with the enemy. So they have a game that they're playing. But for the one that you haven't sold out, you know, but you just kind of still trying to figure it out and you haven't made, you haven't gotten to the point that you made a decision and you've experienced deliverance or whatever, conversion, the enemy literally, he's not going to move, right? And so literally, we kind of do a disservice to ourselves because at the end of the day, if we really just take the time and say, listen, God, I can't handle this. I know for me, and I'm very transparent, I, I know there was some things I had to give up. When the Lord was activating me, literally in my gift of prophecy, I was starting to hear things. And, and the Lord said, you like this? I said, yeah. He said, what are you willing to give up? And I was like, drinking. Right. I was willing to give up drinking. Watch this. And the Lord did it in 24 hours. He did it in 24 hours because I just wanted God that much. I didn't want the gift of prophecy, but I wanted God because he wanted God said, because that's another thing. We're going to talk about another podcast because that's too long. That's too long. For <laughs> but literally, then the Lord was doing some more things. And he said, what else are you willing to give up? He said, do you like this? And I said, yeah. And I said, I'm I'm willing to be kept. Like, I want to be kept, right? I want to keep myself. And literally, I had to give those things to the Father because I couldn't do it on my own. Now, watch this. Even as the Lord was calling me further to walk into ministry, um, I remember that there was some things that were laying dormant I did not know. And I had to go on the fast. And what are some things that kind of go dormant, that, that lays dormant? Like, rejection is one. Because literally, you don't even know that, you know, you're dealing with rejection until a trigger happens. And all of a sudden, you're like, wait a minute. Um, you know, why am I feeling like this? Hello, right? triggers. Or a, a, abandonment is another one that lays dormant. An orphan spirit lays dormant. And the way that you know that there are some things that are laying dormant, you have to go on a fast. Jesus said, these things come out by prayer and fasting. You have to go on a fast. And literally, I went on a fast. Um, I did the fast of Esther, no food or drink for three days. And the Holy Spirit watched this. Let me tell you how strategic the Holy Spirit is, because sometimes we try to make them so deep and spooky, you know, and stuff like that. And he's not. He sent me a YouTube video, right? <laughs> a YouTube video. And in the YouTube video, literally, it was it was about um, breaking soul ties. Right. And so from watching this, I was like, man, that's me. I, I feel this way. Right. I had that. I got this. And so when I went on the fast, literally, I had to give I had to give those things to the father because watch this prophet. It's not your fault that you you deal with abandonment and rejection and the orphan spirit because these spirits come in from your childhood. There was something that happened literally from birth. Literally, even I want to touch on this. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Because for some of you prophets that struggle with homosexuality, right? For some of you, it's not your fault. Let me tell you why and how I know that it's not your fault. Because literally some of these things come in from the womb, right? Your mother literally went yeah. to the ultrasound, right? And she found out that she was having a, a boy. And she said, man, I wanted a girl. 
we got to be careful because when we speak these things, literally, we don't understand that our tongue, it has life, right? It has life. And literally, that she spoke that into the womb. And then all of a sudden now, as you're getting older, you're trying to figure out male prophet. Why do you have these tendencies or why do you have these desires, right? And literally, it came from the womb. It's not even your fault. But this is why we need true prophets, too, that carries the breakers anointing. Yeah. That when they see this, come on, they don't try to embarrass you, but they try to navigate you to deliverance. Right? Because it's important. And if you truly operate in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will tell you how these spirits get in. But we're not sensitive enough. Right? We don't have relationship enough. Come on. Um, Prophet Timothy talked about the chambers. We, we, we don't spend time with the Father enough there should be times and this is the holy ghost guys i'm so sorry but there should be times that we're taking breaks come on even from ministry yes you have to take a break and i'm yes. not saying to take a break and, and and don't do the work and stuff like that but what i'm saying is you got to take time to take a break and replenish because you're touching stuff all the time you're touching stuff all the time you're you're imparting right you're ministering you're doing you're fighting warfare and you don't take a break and what happens is you crash now you find yourself preacher being intimate with women right and you single right and and you and you don't even know how you how did i get here right because you didn't take a break you didn't take a minute and say you know what let me just take a break so that i can replenish myself right so literally now when i go into my next right i can be equipped and prepared for what's coming next because let me ask you this prophet when do you take the time to get instructions <laughs> what were you? when do what you were take you? the time <laughs> to actually get instructions you got to stand still <clears throat> to listen come on let me give you bible be still and know that i am yes. god right so the so how you actually hear him is in the stillness now yes yeah, sometimes we can hear him over the noise too but in the stillness right you got to take the time to replenish go ahead somebody chime in I, first of all, let's backtrack. I, there's a few things that you hit and I want to reiterate them. Why? Because I feel like there needs to be pressure on the fact that we just went through stages of healing and deliverance. Come on. Solidify that for somebody. The first thing that I'm going to backtrack to is she said, it's not your fault. I don't know who's watching. I don't know who will watch and I don't know how it feels when you hear those words, but I need you to understand that this specific thing that you've been trying to get over, it is not all of your fault. It is not your fault. And the Lord, the one who can break it is the one who wants you to know that he is not condemning you. I feel the Lord. That's what happened when you were saying it earlier. I felt the Lord break the spirit of condemnation. And so what was happening while we were talking, you said, it's not your fault. We were talking about deliverance is a decision. Um, and so you notice how when we use words, you know, we like words around here. We're prophets. When you say things like suicide and homicide, you'll notice that decide is the same word. It oh means God. that I have to when I decide something, I kill all the other options. Come on. So when you when deliverance, when you're really deciding to be delivered, don't get me wrong. You're still going to have, you know, inklings. You'll still have a little tug here and there. But the choice of the matter or the decision is I kill the response in me that says I'll go to that. Come on. He said daily pick up your cross and follow me. 
It's a decision. It is a decision. I kill everything else contrary to the will of God, the word of God, and I choose to follow him. Even if I fall in it, I still decide to get up and I kill the last version of me that was just and I seek after him. Deliverance is not just me purging. It is not just me foaming at the mouth. It is not, you know, I got up one day and it was gone forever. It was, I decided that the version of me that exists no longer exists. And and Tim, can I chime in really fast? Yes. I want Nasir to come in. Um, can I say this? And I said this to, to the young man in Africa. I said, it's a daily thing. You got to die. Yes. Because I know people always saying, oh, she always talking about death. But every day I got to die. Because every day I, I, I actually want to live. <laughs> Woo! Listen. Every day I actually want to live. So it's a daily thing. Paul said, daily I kill my flesh. Right? This is Bible. Right? So literally, every day I have to die because every day I'm going to be honest. I want to live. Right? I said this to somebody today. I said, you know, I used to be normal. <laughs> I used to be normal. Right? I used to live a life like everybody else. Right? I could blend in right with y'all. I could hold a conversation with y'all. We could, I could hang with y'all. Right? And I said, you know, now because I, I made a decision, watch this, because as prophets and even people in ministry, it kind of, the decision shifts. Let's be honest. Yeah. You do it in the beginning because you have to. But then there comes a time that you do it because you want to. I felt God in that. Whew, I feel a stillness. <sighs> Listen. There comes a time you do it because you want to. Why do you want to? Because there are too many people that's dependent on your yes. Right? Then because your yes, watch this. Help me, Holy Ghost. It's not for you, but it's for the people that's coming to you. And those are the people that's depending on your yes. And so literally, I got to die to my flesh daily because there's too many women that's dependent on me for purity. Come on, because there's too many harlots in the pulpit. So the Lord has to raise somebody up that's going to make a decision to say, listen, I want these women to have purity. I want them to be chaste. I want them to know what modesty is, right? Somebody has to be the example. And watch this. The example doesn't feel good. Not at all. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. And so literally... You know, I, I just had to, to, to say that because some people think that deliverance is a one-time thing, right? Okay, now I'm delivered from perversion, so I'm good. I'm delivered from a lying spirit, I'm good. And, and I, I came to, to shame the devil and to tell the truth and to help somebody's ignorance and not calling you ignorant, but just saying that maybe you're deficient in that area of knowledge, that it's a daily thing. It's a daily thing that you got to die. You have to, and I'm talking about the ones that want to walk into the ministry of Jesus, right? So if that if that's not your calling, then that ain't for you, right? But the ones that want to walk in the ministry of Jesus, literally watch this, you had to die. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And this is another reason why you had to die because those emerging prophets and those emerging leaders that are coming to you, they are depending on your purity. They are depending on your conversion because there's no way you can lead in discord. I hear you, Holy Ghost, so good. There is no way. And watch this. The people that are coming up under you, 
they'll always be stuck in now and can't go into next because you're still in now. Misha. <laughs> go ahead, Nasir. <laughs> Listen, I don't think you all listen to what Misha said. So we quoted a lot of funerals as if it's something that's for a funeral. But to die is to gain. Jesus. Hey, hey, hey. Hello, you know, we quoted as funerals to die is to gain. Like that's 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 our funeral cliche, but no, that's my daily confession. Um, and then back, I'm gonna go back with back to what Tim said. Um, and then I'm gonna hop up out of here. Tim said, <laughs> Come on, come on. Just do a drive. <laughs> Tim, Tim and Tim and Misha both said, um, it's not your fault. But then I want to go back to what Misha said in the beginning about peer pressure. Um, I need to bring this resolve to some of you that it's okay to be a prophet. I know today's system tells you that you have to be a prophet and a pastor. I know today's system tells you have to be a prophet and an apostle. I know today's system tells you that if you're a woman, you have to be an evangelist. I know what the system say, oh, Jesus. but I don't really care what the system says. It's okay to be a prophet and to be just that. And first of all, and then this is the next part that I need you all to understand, um, the scripture says promotion does not come from the north, south, or the east, or west, but promotion comes from who? From God. Come on, man. You're waiting on your affirmation when heaven has already smiled upon you. My God. There's already been a descending, and God's glory has been on you. What are you waiting for? My God. What are we waiting for? It's time for you to now come into the place to where you understand what heaven's affirmation is. My God. And we're not talking about something that we're not walking through. This is something that all of us on this stage are walking out daily. Understand that heaven affirms me. If I never get the seat, if I never get the microphone, if you never give me the papers that I really don't care about anyway, Jesus. I have to know that it's heaven's affirmation that I want. It's heaven's yes that I need to press forward to. My God. Because the problem with the prophet is we're so submitted on this earthly realm that we totally forget about our submission here. You all have gotten this term of prophetic protocol, whatever the heck that means. My God. You have made this term the box that stops you from hearing from God. Oh, because, <laughs> oh, well, you know, one prophet, oh, all that stuff is cute for church. Cute for church. But there's a word in your belly My God. that's needed outside of the church. And so I know for so long the church has rebuked these what we call parking lot prophets. Well, it's because we weren't supposed to be in the church anyway. So, you know, as soon as we get out is when he turns on. Um, so the problem is you walked out the door and it, your function's turned on. Oh, Lord. But, again, I need you all to understand that it is a conscious decision to say that heaven, as long as you affirm me, it's okay. Because hell has her plots and schemes. Mm. But are you gonna be one to say, I'll be the one to cry out in the wilderness? It's, it's easy to say, but it's hard to live out. Oh my God. Which is why there oh. are currently environments that God is creating like the Prophets Cafe, because I know your famous preacher has this um, school of the prophets and they charge $125, they charge $300 and you have to pay the submission fee to get in and you really don't have it. So it's like, well, God, you know, I'm saving for another day. God is raising up true gatherings and connections and covenants that money can never buy, but it's about where my relationship is aligned at.
Jesus. I'm dumb. No, that's oh. <laughs> that's, Go ahead, Tim. But wait, Tim, wait, hold on, hold on. Cause Tim, I know he's about to take us to another measure. I just wanted to tap in really, really fast. I promise yes. it's only a tap. It's only a tap. Because Nasir, Nasir, you said something about um, I just wanted to teach this for a second because you were talking about um the prophets and apostles. I know they said you were like both. Can I teach this for a second? Yes. Teach us. Yes. Because every prophet is not an apostle, but every apostle is a prophet. Right? Because we do this, we do this wrong a lot in the church, right? With these elevation services. And, and can I say this? Can I say this? Holy Ghost, these are my words with salt. Just go ahead. You were always, the, the Bible says this. Let me give you scripture. I knew who you were. Since the day that I created you in your mother's womb, cannot 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 break a system, a demonic system that we do in the church. Yes. Right. And I know I'm going to get this, the, the the retaliation for this, but I say okay, that the retaliation is null and void on tonight, and no harm will come nigh in Jesus' name, because this is the demonic system that we do in the church. And I'm matter of fact, let me not call it demonic, because I know y'all like you always call them everything demonic. Well, let me say the system that we're unlearning. We do this elevation service where we start people off as well, unlearned in um, elders, and then we advance them to pastors, and then we advance them to evangelists, and then we advance them to prophets, and then we advance them to apostles. Can I tell you that this is wrong? Yes, you can. Can I tell you that the only I'm, I'm going to tell you the yeah. only way that this is right first, if you are an apostle and that's your ending stop, you will always start off as a prophet. Because you have to see before you build. Apostles are builders. Prophets are seers, right? But then there's two different types of prophets. You have a nabby and you have a seer, right? So the nabby is the one who hears. They can only hear from the Lord. But the seer, they can see, but the seer can also see and hear. The Bible said, they said, let us go and see the seer because they can see and hear, right? I'm giving you scripture because we prophets with scriptures. The word of the Lord should back up the word from the Lord. Come on. And so literally with the apostles, they are builders. But before they can build, they have to see. You can't know what to build if you have not seen it. But right? up, but up, boom. And so literally, apostles are the only ones that there is an elevation that you start off as a prophet and then you elevate to an apostle. Right. But every prophet is not an apostle. But if you elevate to an apostle, hear me in the Holy Ghost, you are always an apostle. If you are a prophet and you elevate it. Right. But that's because the Lord had to start you off with seeing first. You had to see before you can build. Right. But we have this system that we have created in the church that literally will will walk people through these different offices and watch this. I'm going to tell you how you know that you never belong there. You can't handle the warfare that comes with the realm. Come on, let me help you. If you belong in the realm, the Lord is going to equip you and watch this. It's already in you to be able to handle what comes with it. So if you find yourself getting beat up and it's not because you just haven't decided to make a decision to get delivered, you know, and you are walking right with the father, but you can't handle the warfare because watch this. You shouldn't have warfare every day. Mish. Go ahead. I'm just, I, I just wanted to clarify that because we need to get back to the prophet to actually teach 
sound doctrine. And I'm talking about the Bible because there's, there's a lot, a lot of infiltration because you talked about these schools of the prophets and I'm not against people that have schools that the Lord told, that told them to do it. I, but I am against the schools of bells who are doing it just to collect people's money. And you really don't care about the people. You don't care about their giftings. You don't, you don't care know not what one they bit. actually carry. And you just teaching a full class, but you don't even really know the students that people leave out empty handed, you know, and it's like a waste of money, but you are the one that really gained and may your reward be here on earth. But we, we, we have to get back to profits, teaching sound doctrine, which is the Bible. So go ahead, Nasir. No, Tim. Oh, sorry, Tim. <laughs> notes I am writing. I have two things, and I know it's going to start like, crazy. I'm going to hit it quick. Um, because Nasir talked about, well, actually, let's go back. We have, the, the, I love how the entire conversation thrives on the fact of relationship. Truth is, prophets live by the, vo by the voice of God. And so if you don't have his voice, then you're not living. Anyway, but I, I want to, your identity is found in your relationship, man, like point blank period. And so um, I don't know how I want to work this, but we're going to try my best because y'all said something and I'm so stirred right now because we, we went through deliverance and we talked about that orphan spirit. We talked about the spirit of rejection and it's crazy because the only thing that really keeps us away from him is us. My God. Adam said, Garden. He came to Adam. He said, Adam, where are you? Jesus. Like the only thing that keeps you from God is the fact that you're trying to hide in. You're trying to hide comfort. You're trying to hide the pain that he already knew and knows about. And so I come to I come to bring you closer to the father because that's where your identity is. Now are we the sons of God and it does not yet appear what we shall be. But when we see him, we shall be made like him for we shall see him as he is. Can I tell you that your identity is in him? Yes. But then Nasir says something that's really crazy. Where we have deemed prophets only for the church. And the frustration is you're a prophet in the marketplace prophet and the matron and the arena that you were assigned to there is a, there are spaces in the earth that are void because we have people who are trying to be prophets pastors and apostles with four walls when the bible says the kingdoms of this world have now become the kingdoms of our lord like there is a place where why is it that the world why is it that the church is looking to the world for the next trend why isn't the trend coming out of the kingdom my like, God. There should be prophets in fashion. There should be prophets dealing with technology. There should be prophets in businesses. There should be prophets in the government because the kingdom should be lead. I'm sorry. I'm stirred because there are places where I feel the burden of the thing. There is abdicated spaces. There are seats that are not filled because we have been looking at the wrong things. And it's because we've been taught the wrong way. Here's the truth. <clears throat> the remedy for itching ears but there is not a remedy for false doctrine my god and so while, while we're here now for the prophets that are on this line for the those that are watching and those that will watch i need you to get into the presence of the lord because that's where instruction comes from that's where your identity comes from
from. That's where your power comes from. And you've been frustrated because you've been trying to break forth. Even some of you females who are doing, oh, who have a desire to do makeup and some of you who desire to do fashion design, you've been frustrated because you're trying to break forth, but you haven't been taught the right way. I would have it above all things that you would prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers <laughs> and is in good health. Your soul has nothing to do with your spirit. This is a whole teaching, but let me come back because I don't want to get lost. He is our mirror. My God. Hallelujah. And yeah. let me tell you something for any Hallelujah. It's like, you know, you've been condemning yourself because you feel like I don't look like him. But truth of the matter is, the closer you get to the mirror, the more you start to see blemishes. My God. The closer you get to the mirror, you start yeah. to see things that aren't smoothed out. And so you've Timothy. been because you're like, I see this thing and I thought I was good. Where did this come from? I thought I got delivered. I thought I dealt with something like this. But the, let me tell you, the closer you get to the mirror, Hallelujah. Glory. The more detail you see. And so I just wanted to tell somebody tonight that you're closer than you think you are. Tim. You're closer to the real you. Jesus. You're closer to your mantle. You. My God. You're closer to your sphere of influence. My God. You're closer to breaking through. Yes. 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 Be encouraged. We need you with the places that you really have a desire in. Oh my God. We need you in those places. But the key is take God with you. Or better yet, let him lead you there. My God. <laughs> can, can I interrupt Go a divine ahead. interruption and say that we have just went into another measure? I don't know if you guys who are on here that are sensitive that can feel the stillness. There's a stillness. I feel like such a wind even in my chest. Like it's just sitting here. And deliverance is really taking place. There's a sound of repentance that has been released. And it's a, a movement of Ooh. deliverance. Deliverance is taking place right now. I feel it in the spirit. We have just entered into another measure. Another measure. And, and we got to get more sensitive to the moves of God. Like, I know people think, oh, everything is. It, it is. Everything is. I'm sorry to that you feel that way. Maybe you're not there yet. You're not there <laughs> enough. But everything is. Mm. Everything is. And, and the, the bad thing about it is that the witches are more sensitive than the church. Come on. They're more sensitive than we are. And, and I always say I refuse to let a witch to know how to work the rims better than me because this is one thing you said. Let's talk about spaces. Can I teach for a second? Yes. Because these spaces that Tim are talking about, they're called realms, right? They are called realms. And realms literally is nothing but darkness in the realms. And, and the realms are waiting for light, Right. And the Lord sent us here because we are light bearers. Jesus is the way, the truth and the light. Right. And he is the only light of this world. Right. And so because we Ooh, carry glory. this light, the Lord gave us authority. He said it in his word. I've given you dominion on the earth. Can I tell you that earth is a realm? It's called the troposphere. Earth is a realm. Right. And literally, if you look on Earth, you can see it yourself. It's nothing but darkness. It's evil. Right. And so because of our kingdom authority, because literally, come on, let's have Bible study back to the basics. What was Jesus sent here to do to show the kingdom of God on Earth? Yes. So he came here, watch this. That was his assignment, but his purpose was to die because we got to stop confusing what's assignments and what's purpose. His assignment was to come to show the kingdom on Earth, but his purpose <laughs> was to die. Right. And so literally 
our assignment because some of us think we're here on vacation. No, you're a spiritual being here having an earthly experience, but you're here on assignment. There's something that you're supposed to be doing while you are down here. But watch this because you're shortchanging yourself. You have authority. The Bible says, I've given you dominion on the earth. Right. I've given you authority to trample over serpents and scorpions. So that means watch this over these realms, because some of you prophets that prophesy from the realms because you operate too low. Watch this. You have authority. Your job. Watch this. Feelings. Your job wasn't to prophesy for the from the realms. It was to dominate them. Hey, 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 hey. As prophets, we don't get our information from the realm. Come on. Because when you come to me and tell me the Lord said uh, a car, that's all you got for me? Is that all you have? <laughs> I can always tell, and, and this is this is no disrespect, but I want us to come up higher in the body of Christ. right? I want us to come up higher. If you can only prophesy a house, a car, some money, don't get me wrong, we are in a season of abundance. So money is a language that heaven hey. is, is speaking about right now. right? That's another podcast for another day. Right. But literally, if you can if you can operate the same things that the witches are are not operating, prophesy the things that the witches prophesy, you're operating too low. Like, I mean, if all of your prophecies are like that, I'm not just saying you prophesy one time because sometimes the Lord may show you something that needs to be addressed. And a witch can they because they have the, the spirit of prophecy, too. They have a gift. Gifts come without repentance. They just chose to use it for the wrong kingdom. Right. I'm trying to teach all as quick as I can um because i teach work, this stuff work, all day work, work. um but literally you know if you are only operating from the realms of information science and knowledge and wisdom and all that stuff you're operating too low because as prophets we don't operate from the realms we go there to dominate we take authority over the realms right but we prophesy from the north hey. where god sits the information is intel, but watch this. You need an invite to go there. And for all of those, there's always, she's always talking about death. You got to die to get there. So that when is. Tim was talking about these national prophecies, prophecies, you know why people can't prophesy nationally? Because God can't trust you. He couldn't trust you with the secrets from the realms of knowledge. Come on, you prophet that tells people's business. Right. Come on! Showed you something about someone that that literally that was done in secret, and you went and you told other people about it. Repent, for judgment is upon you, because you are spiritual assassinated in the spirit. Because now what happens is these people now are putting their mouths on these other prophets, these young prophets, or these prophets that are struggling, and they can't get deliverance because of your word curses. They're still stuck in a place called now and can't go to next because of your word curses. So people like you, God can't trust you. So you're trying to figure out where these people come from. How is it that they're surpassing me because they have the heart of the father? Let me tell you how important that the heart issue is. Because, when, and I'm going to give you Bible all day. When the disciples literally lost Judas and they were getting two new disciples, they said to the father, show us his heart so that we know he has the heart of the father. That's how important the heart is to the father. And many of you can't go past the astral plane where the witches play because literally your heart is not right. You have a heart of a witch and I'm going to say it. You operate. And why am I saying it? Because you operate in the spirit of divination and divination is witchcraft. Kamisha. 
Kamisha. And this is why God can't trust you with national prophecies because you have abused the literacy of literal of literal things. They were literal things. Jesus. They were literal things. Jesus. Jesus. And you abused them. You talk about them in your gatherings. You laugh and you make a mock of it. Come on, I see you at Waffle House and IHOP. Come on, I'm there now. And you talk about it. You talk about these people and you're trying to figure out why are you still stuck? You've been stripped. God can't trust you. So you're trying to figure out how are you not operating under the anointing and just the gift? Come on. The gift does not destroy yokes. It's the anointing that destroys the yokes. Come on, because you still, oh, the spirit of the Lord's cup. No, 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 no. Mm -mm. No. Now, come on, watch this. Huh. They said that his shadow healed people. <laughs> you ain't even got to talk sometimes. Misha, Misha. Come on, your presence alone Misha, when you carry the spirit of truth and the spirit of God, you should just be able to show up and deliverance happens. Come on, it doesn't always take a word. Come on, we operate too low. And people want to say, oh, you always so hot. I'm going to stay here. Hello? I'm going to stay here. I will not descend. I will not descend. It took me too long to ascend. It took, watch this. It took me too long to figure out that I really needed a relationship. Come on. And because of that, that's why I can't go back to the spirit of bondage. I dealt with it for too long. And my job, literally, I'm sent here to pull people out of the Misha. pit. That's what the, the pulpit is, to pull the people out of the pit. Yeah. But watch yeah. this. If you're still stuck in the ditch, how do you want to pull them? It's impossible. And I'm not being judgy. I, I really love God's people. And the thing is, I'm just against dirty leaders. Come on, because there's too many people that's depending on your oil. But some of your oils are tainted. Mercy. Come on. Some of you need to go and dip again. Y'all got to chime in. Um, I, I will. Misha, I'm going to say something that you just said that literally she said what was in my notes. Like, this is, this is what we, I just want. I'm going to say this. Y'all, this is what we always do. Misha said <laughs> Misha said there's shadows heal people and I literally wanted to say when Tim was talking last time as prophets what I don't want you to do is to limit yourself only to words my god Talk. as a prophet every single part of me prophesies Everything that I do and say is a prophetic action. Jesus. Yes, sir. <sighs> it's not just about the words. Why am I saying that? The reason why you do a lot of the things you do, the reasons why you allow yourself to be entangled with some of the activities that you entangle with is because you don't realize that everything about you prophesies. Every single aspect and like Misha said, you can't be trusted. You have to make sure. What is your allegiance? Where Where is your allegiance really at? Let's answer where this is it question really at? for Camilla. Go ahead. Let's answer this question for Camilla. Um, she asked how, and I love this. This is this, you, Lord, I thank you. Because didn't we, didn't I tell you guys literally that the Lord said 
that he wanted this to be a safe place that prophets would be able to ask questions. Yes. So I I thank the Lord because sometimes I I know this and I don't really care, but some people just think like I wake up and decide to do stuff. Right. Like I think they think not just me. I think, I think they think about a lot of people. Like we just wake up. Right. And be like we're going to do this today. Right. You know, but you. No, literally when the Lord downloaded this and even they were shocked because I said, God chose you to. And before watch this, before the Lord summoned them, he had me working on them and they didn't even know it. Just from conversation. Yes. Right. Sure. Just from conversation. No questions. We just always talked and the Lord poured, right? And an exchange for an exchange. And so I'm so happy that there was a question asked. And if anybody else have questions, feel free to type them in. But she said, how do we get delivered from that? Guilty of some of, of, some of this. If someone is stripped, will he come back if they repent? Now, this is a two-part um, answer, right? And I'm, and I'm going to give you Bible to back it up. So, yes. You can get delivered from from whatever it is that you're going through, but it starts with a decision. Yes. Right. And literally, when when you get to the point of of true deliverance, like you kind of like basically you tried everything and, and nothing is working, right? But sometimes, let's be honest, we don't really want to get to that point, right? We really want to kind of condition ourselves to get to the point that as soon as it happens, we like God, we need you to check it, right? Now it takes time. But say, for instance, you're just at a point because you're at a point because you ask this question publicly. Right. And so whatever it is, literally, you just give it to the father and call it out. So whatever it is, literally, that you're struggling with, I don't care what it is, how big or small, call it out in the Lord. He can fix it for you, because watch this. Our job is to only navigate you to the father. Because we get this wrong. We try to navigate people to ourselves. Our job is to only navigate you. We, we're like a taxi cab driver, right? We, we drive it all around the world and we're just staring people and driving them to their ending destination. My job is to only get you to the door, but it's the Holy Spirit's job to get you to the seat, right? So whatever it is that you're going through, Camilla, you just, you just, you give that to the father, make a decision, make a decision that you truly want to give up what it is that you're struggling with. Right. And if some will strip, strip, if it's stripped, will it come back? So, yes. So say, for instance, right. I remember and I'll use myself as an example. When I first got activated in the gift um, of prophecy, I literally blocked myself because after my marriage and, 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 and all of that type of stuff, I still wasn't firmly rooted in relationship. Right. And so even though I had went through deliverance and stuff at that time, I got sidetracked it because I was in my job season, right? And I was like alone and all this stuff like that. I ended up in a relationship. So all of the gifting that was being activated at the time when it first happened, it went dormant, right? So I wasn't hearing, I wasn't seeing, I wasn't doing none of that or any of the above because as Tim said, we block ourselves. And that's what happens because literally, watch this, I'm about to teach you something. Huh. Our, we are spirit, right? We're spirit, flesh, and we're tabernacle, which is the soul. What happens is literally when we commit sin, we invite other spirits in. And what happens is your spirit man now, it moves to the back 
and these spirits move to the front but where your spirit that was supposed to be in front is the spirit that's connected to the godhead which is your communication but now you can't hear because there's so many spirits in front of you they're blocking you from hearing that's what sin does it blocks you from to be able to see and hear and this is how you get stuck in sin in the world of sin that we call it right and so literally now you got to make a decision so sometimes deliverance is different from everybody like for me for instance i've never had nobody lay hands on me and call out a spirit i've always went through deliverance in my own home right now everybody's story is different there's some people that got delivered in church some people that got delivered whatever you know whatever happens god does what he wants to do he knows what he's doing and how he's doing it right and so literally it starts with a decision if if you're in a predicament where the lord is the holy spirit is convicting you right you make the decision you give it to the father the lord can purge you in your home right now because we got to get out of this system of yes gotta wait till sunday you don't you're not promised tomorrow right today is thursday you're not promised a friday so you don't want you don't even want to go to sleep like i'm just going to wait until the sunday live come on for church or no make a decision today and after you make the decision if the lord decrees that when sunday comes if there's some more work to do they will do it the holy spirit will let whoever your leader is and he'll tell them this person needs this today and you'll get the rest of what you need but you have to make a decision right yes. now how does it come back so now after you get delivered right and these spirits come out you get purged from these spirits now what happens is your gifts now can activate again right so it can be activation from the lord may send a prophet the lord may send um your leader your pastor whatever he'll send whoever he appoints right because that's another thing whoever god appoints come on samuel came to look for david Come on, Elijah went to look for Elisha. Come on, because we got to stop looking for people sometimes, right? Unless you're looking for Jesus. When the woman was looking with the issue of blood, mm -hmm. she went to look for Jesus. Start looking for him before we look for people. Start looking. And sometimes in return, God will send you a person, but we got to make our intention that we're seeking after him. I just wanted to throw that in there. That was a gem. So literally, your gift can start to activate again. However, this is a double-edged sword. Say if you're in a situation, let me give you Bible, like Saul, right? And you get into position and you abuse power, right? God never took his hand off of Saul, but he never got that position back again. So it's a possibility that you can be stripped and it don't come back. Now, I'm not talking about a prophetic gift because gifts come without repentance. You'll always hear, you'll always see and stuff like that. However, will the Lord use you in the same capacity as you were? That's up to the Father. Sometimes it's not always that that's the case because watch this. People don't understand it's the prophets. Put this in your pocket who are emerging. It's a trusting with God. Yeah, and yeah. once you prove to the Father that you can't be trusted, I'm going to tell you something that people won't tell you. You're not guaranteed the seat again. You're not guaranteed the seat again. Because you can repent. David repented, but he still lost it. He still lost it all. He repented, but he still lost it all. So don't gamble. Don't, don't gamble, gamble because we do that a lot. We gamble with grace. I'm going to say it for uh, grace keepers. We gamble with grace and we think, well, I'm anointed. I have a gift. The church needs me, but does God need you? Right, the church need me. The peoples need me. I'm the people's prophet. Come on, I'm the the apostle. That's a problem right there. Right, and literally we gamble with grace 
because we think literally like, okay, you know, because I have this gift and gifts come without repentance, you know, and I can make these mistakes. Yes, you can. And that's a decision that you have to make, but you're not guaranteed to see. And watch this. You're not guaranteed that you're going to excel at the capacity that you could have to excel in the fullest manifestation because you decided to gamble. So be wise in this season. I hear the Holy Ghost saying, be wise in this season. He said this to me literally, and I'm going to let y'all go. And say this, so y'all talk next. Misha, yeah, one more, yeah, one more question. The word and said, be careful how you hand, how you wear the mantle in this season. Jesus, he said, be careful how you wear the mantle in the season because some of us we we receive some good prophetic words about our next, and then we get there and we abuse what we wear. So the Lord said, be careful how you wear the mantle in this season. Be careful. Go ahead, guys. You have one more question. That, um, okay. Go back to 640, okay. 644. Okay, Taylor, she yes. said, how do we identify if our oil is tainted and how do we change or clean the oil? Go ahead, Tim. You're not gonna look up. You ain't even so glad. That's what I was. <laughs> Don't do me. I'll chime um, in, but go ahead, because I'll be talking all the time. Um, I'm trying to let y'all go. So here's the thing. And this is and I think I'll start with the scripture that we're kind of familiar with. You can't place new wine in old wineskins. There is a place where and we kind of hit it in the beginning, staying in the chambers and talking to God. You'll know if your oil I don't want to say it's tainted or it's old, but you'll know when it's not non-functional, when you stop getting results or watch this um, when the resistance is stronger. Hmm. Okay. And so um, the thing about it is there is always this fresh oil for every assignment. There's fresh oil for every space. There is new oil for, there is a scripture, I believe it's in Isaiah 65, 68. I'm not exactly sure, but it says the new wine is found in the cluster. So there is always, every time you, even this us meshing together, there is new oil rep that is, that is uh, created that will cause us to ascend beyond what we couldn't do on our own. But let me backtrack. Um, so there is always new oil. There is always fresh oil um, for every assignment and for every season. And so um, you'll, you'll know when your oil, oil is non-functioning, when you start experiencing strong resistance or when the resistance Timothy. is, you know, where, where it's like, I, I, let me say something. If it's God, it's always going to be easy. And when you're anointed, oh prophet already said it, it breaks the yoke. <laughs> so even in your own life, let me tell you, prophet, your, your life will always be the barometer. Your own personal life will always be the barometer. If the anointing didn't shatter something in you, <laughs> you might need to go back down and seek him. If the anointing didn't lead you, if it didn't work for you, if the word that you received didn't pierce your heart, if it, if, it, if you weren't tried by your own word, then you might want to, you know, question your source. But if you find that you're experiencing real heavy resistance, if you find that, you know, what you were using and prior to is no longer working for this new place, how you renew that is simply going back to God. He is the one who pours the one who assigns. He is the one who anoints. He is the one that smears. He's the one that covers. Um, and so it, it takes, watch this. You know, we always talk about the oil and the crushing. It's probably going to take another level of death. My God. There's a part, in my notes. There's a part of you that didn't die. 
Jesus. Every every level requires a different version of you, and that means that there's a part of you that has to die. My God. So if it's if it's something that you're like, oh my God, oil, my anointing seems stagnant, stale. It seems old. Yeah. Pulling on old words from old seasons. I'm pulling on you know old things that I've heard from because I can't find the, I can't seem to find the string. You've got to die in a place. Um, to yourself. There's a few ways that we could talk about that, especially for the prophet. I made a status about it because I was saying I wasn't prophesying as much and I started to be condemned in my own self. When first of all, I realized the prophet wasn't, pro the prophet wasn't prophesying. That's number one. But number two, it made me look in myself and he said, son, you're trying to prophesy to them when I'm not speaking to you. My because of the demand. So I had to die to the pride in me that wanted to stay available and in the eyesight of the people because I was a prophet. Jesus. And so you want to check what, uh, that's another thing. Assignment is. Check your assignment. Mm -hmm. You know, like, what, what, what does that look like? Lord, what am I called to in this hour? Is it my family? Is it my people? You know, is it my job? Is it this arena? When you check the assignment, you'll be able to check the oil. I hope, Kamisha, I did that okay. Mm -hmm. Mish, let me, can I jump it? Go, Go ahead. No, when you're done, I'm going to jump it. Okay. So, I have, okay. So those of us that drive cars, I'm because I'm going to bring it to make sense. Our cars that have oils. Though There are those of us that understand when our car needs oil. We understand how many miles we have driven because we've been paying attention. However, there are those that really don't pay attention when their car needs oil because they just don't know. They didn't have anybody to teach them how to check the oil gauge. However, what you'll start to notice in your car hey. is you'll start to smell a smoke <laughs> from your engine oh working too hard. Man. Work, man, work. And then this is when Tim said this, it's something just shook open when he said resistance. If there's not enough oil in your engine, you'll start to feel a kickback when you try to accelerate. Your engine will literally begin to kick back because there's no oil. And then guess what? For those of you that don't know what kind of oil it is, it's okay. Because once you get the Jiffy Lube, they're going to look at your VIN number and know what kind of oil you need. My God. Can I Go tap ahead, in really fast, too? Because you guys said so many good things. Are we going to get to Andrea's, um, Andrea's question? Because some people don't understand this. And Tim and both of you guys kind of touched on this. But every time that you elevate, you have to be broken again. Right. You have to be broken again every time that the Lord shifts you. Right. There was some things that you could do in another season that you won't get away in the next season. Because literally the demons that are assigned <laughs> is like way stronger. The Lord will literally anoint you for the assignment. Right. Because he mm -hmm. has to. Because really you can't handle what's coming next. You can't really handle what's in now. Right. So but you can't handle what's coming next. And so we have to rely on the anointing. We can't rely on ourselves. Right. We can't rely on our own strengths. But every time that you elevate, you have to be broken again. And and I and I can say, can I say this? It of doesn't course. feel good. Because every time that the Lord shifts you, he got to shift you from people. He got to shift you from places. He got to shift you from things. And so literally, because as prophets, we tend to get comfortable. That's why he put that, that thorn of rejection. You know, he keeps there because he said, oh, you're getting a little bit too comfortable. <laughs> and so literally, when we have to shift, we have to go through rejection again, right? We got to go through a little bit of trauma again. And, and I like the cave. 
I'm gonna tell you why I like the cave. I like the cave because literally you can go in and you don't bleed on people. I'm done with her. We can we can end there. We can. I'm, I'm done with her. You can. I'm done. You can go into the cave. Watch this, because I I feel like crying. You can go into the cave and nobody have to see your ugliness, right? Because breaking hurts, right? You're not able to put makeup on every day, right? You can't get your hair cut every day. When David was in a cave, he looked like a madman. And so I, I thank God for the okay. cave for prophets because we get to go in and be ugly, right? I feel we get so to go in and, and to be ugly. And we and the Lord give us a moment, even though he don't let us stay there, but he give us a moment of release. This and so good. literally, I, I would love for people to take more advantage of the cave because it helps you to not bleed on others. Because what happens is people, they don't take advantage of it. And then they bleed in their sermons. They, they bleed in their ministry. And then watch this. You procreate bleeders. I feel God. You, you procreate bleeders. And so everybody now in your ministry that comes after you, they're bleeders. So it was a never-ending cycle. It's like a woman who has a menstrual that never goes off. They're all irregular. <laughs> and so the cave is, is a safe place, right? And I love it because every time that I have to shift, because when, when you shift is another break. And that's why I don't know how people be excited for elevation. I'm, I'm never excited. Because I said, I don't know who I'm going to lose this time. Hey, hey. Who's going to manifest this time? Sure. Who, what place am I going to have to get away from this time? Right? So I don't look forward to elevation because watch this. We made some friends or elevation season. I mean, before it. Pre-elevation. We got comfortable pre-elevation. We was just now like getting acclimated. I just found the place that I could kick it at. And then the Lord said, mm, before you get comfortable, let me bring that thorn out. Right. And so um, literally people don't understand there's another break in and it always happens. You can't elevate without being broken again. Because watch this. The Lord has to make sure that you're going to always be in need of him. So he has to break you because the breaking keeps you close to him. That's what keeps you close. It's the breaking. It's the breaking. But he anoints you too at the same time because the warfare that's in that. It's not like the warfare that's in now, right? And I can use myself as an example. Um, when the Lord was was elevating me to watch this, to preach on my own outside of the podcast, the Lord had to literally mantle me with my apostolic mantle. And you know what that did? It took away my desires. Because elevation beautifies you. <laughs> Elevation beautifies you. Baby. So if you get elevated and you still have these desires, come on, David, you're going to fall in. So the Lord had to, he had to cloak me. Oh, I feel God. He had to cloak me so that the desires can be stripped. So when I elevated, watch this, I wasn't desiring a man. And I'm talking about not to not want to be married, but to have sex. Because I'm a woman. The same way men are men too, but I'm, I'm not an ugly woman either, right? So the same hey. way that 
you know, somebody could be attracted to me. And, and if I'm still struggling with, you know, everything else, I'll be like, oh, hey. Right? And so literally the Lord has to anoint you. Watch this. In another season for a reason. There's a reason to the season. I feel God. <laughs> talk, talk, talk. Listen, it's, it's so important. So Andrea was asking a question. Um, how do we die to self? And Andrew, that's kind of, it kind of goes into hand in hand, like what we were talking about with Camilla's question. It really, it's really a decision, right? You have to want to die to your desires, to your wants, to the things of the flesh. Paul said in, the, in this flesh, there's no good thing because watch this, the flesh literally naturally wants to sin. That's actually what caused the sin in us. It's the flesh. It's not the spirit because the spirit is naturally upright. It's the flesh that sins and it's the soul, the tabernacle that the spirit and the flesh looks for direction to. That's why your, your tabernacle should be clean. You alcoholic drinkers, right? That, that says that alcohol is permissible. It's not because literally if you are drunk, who's leading who? If your soul is supposed to be leading your spirit and your flesh, it looks for a direction from the soul, the tabernacle. So if you're drunk, you can't lead, right? So I just wanted to throw that in there. But point of case is, it's a, it's a thing, Andrea, that you have to make a decision to die. You got to, and, and especially it's important because if you're doing the work of the ministry at that, you have to die. Watch this. Let me give you Bible. Jesus had to die. And watch this. He didn't give out assignments until he came back and he lived. <laughs> so even he had to die to live. So he came back because remember the disciples, they weren't walking in their ministry when Jesus was with, they didn't even believe. So literally once Jesus died and he came back and he lived again, that's when he dispersed assignments. So you don't get your assignment until you die you got to die so that now you can live again because you don't start living until you do the work of the ministry but you got to die to get to that point a lot of people they don't want to die that's the part um that that people struggle with the most and i won't say people because we all we've all been there right this isn't yes. a, you you guys you you no this is a we thing right we've all struggled with dying right we, we've also and some of us we still do right because watch this every time you we said this every time you elevate you got to give something up again so you got to die to that thing right because watch this some people think that even like dying is just things of like sin sometimes the lord may say i need you to die to tv because i need your attention in this season maybe tv is is, is something that you're always doing and watch this you you've made a god out of the tv somebody saying girl you just being deep no because you're giving it more attention than you're giving god you don't even pray you don't even pray so we make idols out of a lot of things like we we, we think it's my youth we, we oh you're no it's not it is and god is a jealous god he is go ahead tim hey um you talking really good because i went through it in my <clears throat> 
um, ma'am. No, but how do you die to yourself? The first thing is you might not always know what you need to die to, but as Nasir said, as Prophet Kamisha just said, every time you ascend, every time the Lord takes you somewhere, he'll let you know. Now, here's the thing. It may not have been an idol to you before, but the moment that he asks for it and the moment that you don't decide to give it up is the moment that it becomes an idol. So there was a place where um, sleeping wasn't a problem for me. I could sleep whenever I wanted to. He said, um, I'm going to inconvenience you because I need you to be in a position that I have ordained for you. You've got to wake up. Sleep became an idol when I decided that I was going to roll over instead of seeking the Lord or praying when he told me to pray. So, Timothy. Uh, <laughs> um, but no. So when it comes to dying to yourself, every time you go to the father, the deeper you go in your relationship with him, there's something that he'll reveal. And it'll be something. It could be. Watch this. Some of you have to waive the right to know. Yeah, like me, but it's okay. Tim, I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> You're going to have to waive the right to know. You're going to be like, well, Lord, what do you want me to do in this season? What do you want me to, you know, say? And he's like, listen, how about you just come on, Abraham, 75 year old, who was who was living in a place, pick up your stuff and go to a place that I'll show you and just keep going until I say stop. Jesus. I don't know what I'm doing, but my faith is in him. Some uh, are going to have to waive the right to be frustrated. My God. Oh, y'all don't like that either. This is what dying looks like. My God. I hate, I hate the fact that I got to give this up, but I can't be frustrated about it. I got to keep pushing. I didn't get to do what I wanted to do. So now I got to waive the right to be frustrated because it's all about you and not about me. My God. Some of you got to waive the right to be right because there are people who have offended you and it was because the Lord ordained it to be so. Truth be told, heaven had to pain you out of a place that you didn't have the strength to vacate on your own. Let me say it again and slow down. Heaven had to paint you out of a place. My God. And so now you're trying to defend yourself or you have the desire to defend yourself in places where you, it doesn't matter whether you're right or wrong. The Lord wanted it. It doesn't. My God. This is what dying looks like. It's not just let me, let me just put down the alcohol. That is a thing. It's not just let me put down the drugs. That is a thing. But when it comes to the work of the Lord, when it comes to the things of the Father, again, that scripture that talks about your soul prospering and being in good health. Let me go even further. Don't y'all realize that the fruits of the Spirit have to do with your emotions? My God. (laughs) Please teach well. No, long-suffering, kindness, gentleness. (sighs) If anything in you bucks up against what the fruit of the Spirit is. My God. We got to die. My God. We're impatient about the next step. We want quick money. We want quick money. Huh? <laughs> we want quick deliverance. Jesus. We want quick, uh, we, we want quick, quick anointing, turnaround. quick oil. We, come on. Where is your long suffering? Where's your endurance? My God. Y'all, y'all, I, I, listen, I've been burdened about the culture of intercession lately. Y'all can't even endure in the place of prayer because you don't see what you heard. My God. How are you? How are you? How how are you going to get the kingdom on earth if you can't endure? My God. How are you? How are you the child of God if you don't have his fruit, the fruit of the spirit? Jesus. Yeah, you speak in tongues, but you also are mean. Jesus, help us. This is what dying looks like daily. <laughs> when I want to cuss somebody out because they legitimately did me wrong. I got because I have a real treason. Lord, I have to show your love. <laughs> 
Right. Lord, they did me dirty and I can't even defend myself. Jesus. Even, even when they're wrong, you still have to show the love of Christ. Come on. Jesus and they'll know us. They'll know us by our love. That's what Jesus. the Bible. Jesus literally was still ministering to the soldiers while they were doing him wrong, beating yes. the whole way. And he still was calling them to heaven. Me, like, listen, like, honestly, in the answer to that question, like Tim said, like, when that's why when Tim said you have to waive the right to know and be frustrated, I'm going to help you with one word that I have found in prayer that helps me die. Comes from my Savior, Jesus. Lord, let me be your will. My response is nevertheless. My God. Not my will, but your will be done. I don't really know what's about to happen. And even what I do know is about to happen. I really don't even know the totality of what's about to happen. But nevertheless, how do I die? By resolving in my flesh, nevertheless. Nevertheless. Man, that's good. Being able to say, nevertheless. I want this to pass. I want to complain. I don't want to do it. It's hard. Nevertheless. How do I die? Nevertheless. And you know what? I I wanted to touch really fast because Tim said... um, he started to talk about the fruit of the spirit and um you it's 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 the sad thing in my heart um it really hurts for this because a lot of people focus more on fruit than the fruit of the spirit mercy mercy right and and so you know we we say this statement so frequently like i have fruit i have fruit i have fruit but we haven't we haven't gotten to the point that we have fruit and the fruit of the spirit. Because what good is it that we Strange have fruit, fruit, but when people look at us, look at us, they don't see Christ. Right? They don't see Christ, but we have all of this fruit. And literally, we think like, okay, when we get to heaven, you know, the Lord's gonna look at these and he's gonna say, Depart from me, I never knew you, because we've confused, watch this. The fruit with the fruit of the spirit. We think that 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 fruit is the the works that we did. Cause can I give can I give you Bible and can I give you a person, prophet, a prophet to a prophet, a prophet from the Bible to a prophet. Many of you guys that are watching, I'm gonna tell you how much the fruit of the spirit is so important. And watch this: the fruit of the spirit wasn't even biblical yet. But I'm going to show you how God is just so strategic because this is Old Testament. But this was something that was always there because Jesus was always there. In the beginning was the word and the word was God. Right. He was always there. Right. Even though we didn't see him yet, but he was always there as it is in heaven. So she'll be on earth. Can I give you Enoch? Can I give you Enoch who walked the earth for 365 years? And he never prophesied but one time, but he walked the earth and he spent his years just walking with God to the point that he ascended to the heavens and he died. He did not die. Right? Because some people say, well, we're living in a time that's an, it's impossible. It's not impossible because you know really what the Bible is for is to show us that all things are possible. That's why these stories are here. To show us literally that we have examples of people who preceded us in our methodology. Right? And so if Enoch did it, why can't you? 
Because somebody said it earlier about the microphone. Prophet, what if you never get the microphone? And we have examples of people who perceive. What if you never get the chance to prophesy but one time? Are you going to wait until you prophesy and now you want to walk right? When Paul said that we are to press for the high call, right? And the high call is to be like Christ right because i want to break this down and i want to close soon because our ultimate goal shouldn't be just to prophesy but our ultimate goal should be conversion right what does it mean to be converted it means that your mind is transformed to the mind of christ because we got to get to the point watch this that we see in jesus perspective we're supposed to be christ's followers they call it and label it you know uh you know, linguistically Christians, but I call it kingdom citizens. And if literally the kingdom citizen who came down here to show us what it looks like as a model, we have to actually model him, right? I mean, I know they call you a Christian. You say that you're a Christian, but we have to model the one that we are supposed to be following because we're supposed to be really following him. And so we have to get to the point that watch this, that we're converted like him we're converted into him not like him because he he is conversion <laughs> he is conversion but we have to get to the point that we're converted in him right to be who jesus is not who he was because we use the bible as a history book he he's still here he's still here we're we're operating in his spirit the spirit of truth is jesus right we're preaching the truth it's jesus and so I, I i my only my only thing if 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 you guys take nothing away from tonight i want you to take this one thing with you i want you to experience the greatest miracle that jesus ever performed on the earth it's conversion because i promise you you won't be fulfilled prophet I don't care how many prophecies that you prophesy accurately. I don't care how many souls that you call to Christ. I don't care how well you pray. I don't care how well that you preach. If you have not, because there are some people that can operate in these gifts because they're only gifts, but they, they are still not fulfilled because they don't have the spirit of truth in them. It doesn't reside in them and they have not been converted. Can I tell you that ever since, ever since I've experienced conversion, I've been the happiest I've ever been in my life. That even if the Lord was to say, I'm going to strip you again, I'll say, God, but I have you now. So I trust you hey, hey. because I went through it before I could carry abundance. I had to know what poverty feel like just last year. I was living from check to check. So when y'all see me now, this is only literally something. Watch this. It wasn't even a promise. It wasn't even a promise. God didn't promise me money. He didn't promise. But watch this, because this is how we shortchange ourselves again. Because we don't know our kingdom authority, we don't even know that we could just go in here and take money. I take money. God didn't promise me money. I just so happened to watch this, learn who my father, who art in heaven, learned about who he is, built a relationship with him. I actually died to receive the Holy Ghost 
because the Holy Ghost has to reside in a clean temple. So I had to die to receive the Holy Ghost. And then once I got the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost, he's a guide and a navigator. Jesus said, I can't leave. He said, if I don't leave, the comforter won't come. The comforter is the Holy Ghost. He's your guide and your navigator while you are here on earth. And he teaches all things. And so he taught me everything that I know. I don't know how I know these things. I never went to a Bible school. I never sat under no a bunch of people. Some people the Lord sent in different seasons to teach me different things to help me to go into next so I can get out of now. But I've, I don't know how I know these things. I don't know how I operate the way that I operate except that I know that it's only the Holy Ghost. I tell people all the time, I have nothing for you, but what operates behind me has everything. So can now I tell you about a man who knew all about me. I feel conversion happening. My God, I feel conversion happening literally in the minds because that's what that's where it is. And watch this. The Lord said this. If you can get to their heart and help change their heart, he said, I can get to their mind because conversion is for him. Only Jesus can convert us. Only he can do it because some of you, come on, I, I'm going to go here because I hear the Holy Ghost. Some of you have put your faith in crystals. Come on, there are some of you on here who literally um, you operate in witchcraft and watch this. You didn't do it for evil, but you were doing it just to kind of help you get a balance because you thought this was going to help you to get balanced. And so you dabble in church and you dabble you know, in the realm of witchcraft too at the same time. But can I tell you the crystals, they will do nothing but work in reverse because what they say that they do really, it actually reverses and now you actually get. So when it says that it heals you from depression, it actually sends you a Hittite spirit now. So now you do suffer with it. So what you thought you were ridding, watch this, you've now invited in. So can I offer you something better than a crystal? I want to offer you Jesus. I want to offer you Jesus. I'm going to give you a short story and I'm going to let them minister to you. I practiced Islam for 13 years. And I remember literally when the Lord was calling me out of the religion, I was laying in the bed sleeping. By demon the whole 13 years that I practiced the religion. And I remember reciting everything that I knew in the religion of Islam that was supposed to work. And nothing was working. A still voice say to me, say the blood of Jesus. And in my dream, because I was so brainwashed and institutionalized and suffered with the spirit of religion, I said, I can't say that I will be an apostate. I can't say it. And so I continued to say the ceremonial prayers that I knew, every traditional thing that I knew in the religion of Islam, and nothing was working. And the voice said again, he said, listen, trust me. Listen, it said, trust me. Say the blood of Jesus. And I tackled in my sleep because I said, you know what? There's nobody here to see me. Nobody will ever know that I even said it. And I trusted that small, still voice. And I said, the blood of Jesus and the thing let me go. And I questioned everything that I believed for the last 13 years. Because I said, why didn't it work? Why didn't it work? 
So I just want to offer you Jesus. Because when everything else fails, because one day your crystal not going to work. Come on. One day your, your hexes and incantations is not going to work. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. I promise you, it's not going to work. Because the Lord has watched this. The entity has to get permission from the Father to do anything. So when the Lord says the show is over, the party is over, everybody go home, he's going to send them home and nothing will work because the Lord is drawing you to him. There's somebody on here. The Lord has been drawing you. He's been drawing you. You've been hearing the still voice. You've been hearing it. Go to the Father. Go ahead. Y'all flow. Y'all flow. <laughs> um, this is the moment to where the Lord will allow everything to break if you let him do it. If you let him do it. And this is a safe place. And um, even in this moment, um, we pray for the place that you're in. And we pray that the Lord would sanctify the place that you're in. That any chatter that's going on where you are, any distractions that are going on right where you are, that the Holy Spirit will literally isolate you right now in the moment, wherever you are, and have a one-on-one -on -one moment with you. I see the protection and covering of God. It's okay to let your guard down. I, I promise you it is. And let the King of glory in. Let him come in. Go ahead, Tim. I just feel like praying. So let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you so very much for the opportunity of conversion. Lord, we thank you that you know us from the crown head to the soles of our feet. Father, we thank you that you know every intimate detail about who we are. And I thank you that even with knowing all of that, you still decided to love us. And so with that acknowledgement, Father, we decide to let down our walls in this moment. We let go of our inhibitions. We let go, hallelujah, of our fears, Lord, and we draw nigh unto you. Father, you said in your word that if we draw nigh unto you, you would draw nigh unto us. So we, your people, your children, your prophets, we draw nigh and we say, Father, come into the innermost parts of us and speak your truth there. Hallelujah to God. Speak your truth in our innermost parts, Father, and we say love on the part of us that is broken. Father, those of us who are dealing with abandonment, those of us who are dealing with the spirit of an orphan and the spirit of rejection, Father, we pray that your love would come and fill this place and touch this place now in the name of Jesus. Father, those of us who have been weary in our bodies and have been warring and fighting with things that we could not explain, Lord, we pray that your love would now come, yes, and give us insight, direction, and and peace in the name of Jesus. We, your children, hallelujah. We come before you now, not just as the prophets, not seeking to give a word for somebody in the comments, not discerning people right now, but Father, we set our affections on you. We set our focus on you and we say, come into us, sit with us, dwell with us, tabernacle with us, most holy God. We, It is a privilege and an honor that we have access to you. And we say, Lord, hallelujah, what, do what you do best. Save whoever needs saving on this live, those who might be watching 
and those who will come to watch. Father, deliver whatever there is affliction in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray deliverance now. Father, I thank you that truth has pulled the veil back. I thank you that by way of this conversation, people have found out where things are, and I pray that your deliverance would meet them now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we decide that we want to live for you. Father, we decide that we want to serve you. Uh, you and you alone, Father, we decide, we we declare, Lord, that we are your children. And so we receive, hallelujah, for deliverance and healing is the children's bread. We do take heat tonight in the name of Jesus, Lord, whatever it is in this moment, I pray, hallelujah, that whatever we haven't talked about, whatever we haven't discussed, Lord, we entrust your children into your sovereignty. If there's sickness, heal. If there's affliction, deliver. If there's lack, provide. Father, I declare in the name of Jesus that you will prove yourself to us because you, decide, you desire for us to know you just as much as you know us. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is so in Jesus' name. Amen. And Father, we pray now, remove the guilt, that you will remove the shame, that you will remove resentment, of what happened to your children. Father, bring your people now into an understanding of their purpose and their place in you. Father, bring them to a knowledge of who you are. Bring them into a knowledge of who you are. Bring them into a knowledge of who you are. Bring them into a knowledge of who you are. Let their minds be opened. We even pray against torment that will try to flare up. We pray against torment and memory recall that will try to make these people believe that we are offering something that is not freedom, but we are offering them your spirit. And Father, now I pray for the prophets that you would remove the daggers from the heart. Remove the daggers from the last season. Remove the arrows. Those that have made a decision to not serve God due to pain. Those that have made a decision not to serve God because of the trauma. I pray now that you would remove the daggers from the heart. Realign their trust. Reestablish their trust in you. And Father, we pray now that you would move on their behalf. Let a sign come from heaven. To let us know that you're still with us. Because you said, Lo, you'll be with us always. And your children need to know that you are still with us. We need to know that you are still with us. You've never failed before, so why would you fail now? We pull on our track record with heaven now. We pull on the memory of what you have done now, God. We remember your blessings. We remember your very miracles that you performed for us. And we say, God, you are the same God that did it before. And we align our trust to you. And we relinquish our wills. We relinquish our strength. We relinquish our minds. And we give it to you. Yes, Lord. We give it to you. We give it to you. We clothe ourselves in your strength. We clothe ourselves in your peace. We clothe ourselves in your presence. Because we are a filthy people. 
but you are the God that will come and clothe us with your presence. Clothe us now in this moment. Change our garments. Change our garments. Change our garments. Change our garments. Yes, Lord. In the same way Christ washed the disciples' feet. Wash our feet and wash our hands. So we can ascend into your heels. So we can ascend into your heels. Go ahead, Misha. I just want you guys to begin to pray in your heavenly language at home. I know we can't see each other. I know I can't hear you. But I want you to begin to pray in your heavenly language. Why are we doing this right now? Because I, I love to teach why we're doing things. And the reason why we're doing this, because literally some of you have experienced deliverance on tonight. And there is an enemy that is waiting to devour everything. There is a witch that is waiting to reverse everything that has happened here on tonight and so right now father in the name of jesus we cancel every assignment every demonic portal that is waiting to be released right now every witch every warlock that is waiting outside of a portal waiting for an assignment we seal it with the blood of jesus right now Father, and we call their plots and plans null and void. Father, we release your angels, your ministering angels, your warring angels right now with the name of Jesus. Father, I release the gatekeepers. Father, I release the watchmen on tonight. Father, right now with the name of Jesus to stand at every doorway. Father, I say let no gatekeeper pass even against the gatekeeper of the kingdom of darkness. Let no gatekeeper pass on tonight right now with the name of Jesus. Father, we draw a line in the rim of the spirit. I draw a line in the rim of the spirit right now in the name of Jesus, Father, and I release your finger, Father, and I command your angels right now that if anything passes the threshold, that passes the boundary line, Father, we release your finger. You said in your word that if the finger of the Lord is upon you, then judgment is upon you right now. So, Father, we release your judgment to any demonic entity, any witch coven, any witch a warlock that is here on assignment on tonight that is trying to reverse everything that has happened here on tonight i declare and decree that it cannot be reversed in jesus's name every word curse that you're sending because some of you that are operating in the spirit of jezebel and your people are trying to get free every monitoring spirit that you sit here on tonight i shut your third eye right now in the name of jesus and i send you back to your sender right now in the name of jesus and i send you back by fire and I declare and decree that everyone under the sound of my voice that no harm shall come nigh. You shall sleep a good peace, good rest on tonight. Right now in the name of Jesus, I declare and decree a sound mind, a good rest and a good night's sleep in the name of Jesus. Yeah, Oh, 
because there were many witches and warlocks waiting to reverse what happened here on tonight. But we declare and decree that it cannot be reversed. It cannot be reversed. It cannot be reversed. Come on, I need all 27 of you that are watching to type it in the comments right now and declare and decree with me that it cannot be reversed. 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 And it is so. 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 And we declare it and decree it. And it is so. And Jesus' name, deliverance shall be your portion. For the word of the Lord says, who the sun sets free is free indeed. It's free indeed. It's free indeed. It's free indeed. And as Jesus said, every time, if you notice in the Bible, when he sent them away, he said, your, either your faith has healed you or he said, go away and sin no more. Come on, go away and sin no more. Don't hold on to the guilt. Don't hold on to the shame. So I declare and decree it, a good night's rest. And I need your faith to match my faith. Come on, because when they say when two or three are gathered, will we touch and agree? The power is in the agreement. So if your faith is here and mine is here, it won't work. You got to come up. You got to come up. You got to match me because watch this. The enemy may run away from my anointing, but he doesn't know yours. Come up, come up, come up, come up, come up, come up. Yeah, I see you. I see you, Shannon Austin, Sharon Austin. It cannot be reversed. Donovan, it cannot be reversed. Come on, it cannot be reversed. Nikita, I see you. It cannot be reversed. Carmelita, I see you. It cannot be reversed. Malachi, it cannot be reversed. Rebecca, I see you. It cannot be reversed. It cannot be reversed. Christina, I see you. It cannot be reversed. It cannot be reversed. It cannot be reversed. It cannot be reversed. And listen, as I was sitting here, right, most times y'all go on these lives and they say, okay, now we're going to ask you to sew. I'm going to tell you something that the Lord said to me that I have never, ever, ever heard as long as I've been in ministry and doing lives. The Lord said, do not give any money to us. Go give it to the poor. Go give it to the poor. There is somebody in your community, your neighborhood, your family, and I'm talking about the poor. I'm talking about the poor, not someone that they have a job, the poor. Because money going to come to us. Because we're, we work for heaven. <laughs> so when you work for heaven, come on, you have access to heaven's economy. So I don't need money from any of you. And anybody that knows what Dope Girls Pray, we don't ask for seeds here. Our ministry is for free. Our classes is for free. Dope Girls University, everything is for free here. Right? This is not the work of our hands. This is Jesus's ministry. So the Lord said this to me. I heard it so clear. He said to tell the people to go and sow into the poor. Go get charity. We got to get back to giving out to the poor. We don't do that enough. Go and give to charity. Listen, be obedient to the word of the Lord. Go and give to the poor. Go and give to the poor. Go and give to the poor. Don't sow anything until dope girls pray. Go and give to the poor. Go and give to the poor. So guys, listen. We've been on here for two hours and three minutes and two seconds. <laughs> so we are getting off of here. We are getting off of here. Listen, 
Uh, I love my brothers so, 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 so much. We love and you I so pray much that more. the Lord, he restores everything, restores everything back into you both for everything that you both have poured out on tonight. I pray it. I pray it in Jesus' name. Uh, Jamie said, my spirit is full. Yes, there's a stillness. There's a stillness that is happening um, right now, literally. There's a stillness that is happening right now. And there is a fullness. There is a fullness. So, And that's how you're supposed to leave out the presence of the Lord. There should You should feel full. You should feel full. You should feel full. So listen, guys, listen to me. So we're going to be back here on Thursdays. I don't know how long this is going to be. And, and anybody that really follows our ministry, y'all know we shift quickly because we don't operate in time, but we operate in dimensions. So the Lord can shift two weeks from now and say the Prophets Cafe is over <laughs> and give us something else to do. So we need you to tune in, right? So I need you guys who are still on here to go ahead and follow the Dope Girls Pray International Life page here on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You'll be able to get updates if you go and like the like page. So you'll see when we're going live. We're going live on Thursdays. Today we had to do it at 8.30, but we're going to be doing it at 7.30. But just go to the like page because it can be subject to change. The Holy Spirit does what he wants, wants to do. And so make sure that you're following that page so that you can stay up to date with what we're doing at Dope Girls Pray. You can stay up to date with the lives and everything and what God is going to do. So make sure you guys are going to the like page and liking the page you can find us on the audio platforms if you guys want to literally catch up on any of uh, the platforms you can find us at these places here at apple podcast um you can find us there you can find us on spotify you can find us on Pandora Radio. You can also find us on iHeartRadio as well. And you can find us on Anchor FM. So if you guys want to catch up on any of our podcasts, because we did so many last year and watch this, it was all for this year. It was all for this year. So you can catch up. It's like over a hundred and something podcasts that you can catch up. So if you want to catch up on any of the podcasts, you are so more than welcome to do so guys listen i'm not going to hold you guys we thank you all for tuning in on tonight listen make sure you guys come back to see us and remember so girls do pray uh -huh.